So today um, I'm going to be looking at a topic um, that's really um, close to my heart. Um, this topic, I believe, really transformed me. Um, one of my uh, mentors taught me this, this topic, and it just um, really touched my life. And I believe that if you receive this word, you too will be touched and changed and transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, this topic is not um, unknown. To, I mean, this is quite uh, a popular topic, but it has so many truths and so many, so much depth. Um, I believe that this teaching will really strengthen our faith in the Lord. So the topic that I want to share today is um, our identity in Christ, our identity in Christ. Um, now, I, I just want to say this, that um, this topic really transformed me to the point that I remember one time I was just so terrified, I was extremely, extremely fearful. Um, and that's not to say that I, I still battle with it at times. I, at times I do. But I, to the point that if there was any kind of um, anything that would kind of seek to kind of grip my heart in fear, I would just be paralyzed. But, um, and I, I, I don't know fear, bring any um, fear to any of you and some of the things that I was, I was going to say, I was going to say something, but I won't say that. But basically, cutting a long story short, this topic really helped me. And these topics that I'm going to be looking at is, is going to be it's over a few weeks. Um, so we'll be dwelling on this for a while. But so we're going to be looking at what our identity is. What does the Bible say about it? Four ways that we can identify um, ways that our identity in Christ can change our lives, how to build our identity, obstacles to healthy identity, challenging false beliefs about your, yourself, signs you may be losing your identity in Christ. And we'll finally look at some Bible heroes in the Bible ab about what we can learn about our identity. So. This, these topics, these truths will really, really help us. So I'm going to read Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 to 14. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places, in blessed places in Christ, just as he chose us, in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved, in him. 
we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound to what, toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might, to, might gather together in one in all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in, and in him. And in him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. But we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise and the glory of praise of his glory. In him, you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. Now, these verses of scripture is a very key verse of scripture when it comes to um, your identity in Christ and knowing who you are in Christ. These scriptures is, is rich and packed with truths as to who Christ has called us to be, rich with truths that can elevate us and cause us to walk as kings, as priests, to be able to walk in the, the authority that he has called us to walk in. And in these passages of scripture, we notice that there are, we, he, he's, he speaks about, um, that's Paul the apostle. He speaks about we've been chosen, we've been adopted, we've been redeemed, we've been forgiven, and the grace is lavished and unconditionally loved and accepted. And we're pure and we're blameless, we're forgiven. We've received hope of spending the eternity with our maker. And with these truths that have been mentioned, it brings out the point as to what identity is. So identity um, speaks of who we are as a person and it speaks about the qualities and it speaks of the person or the group that make them different from others. So it helps us to, it shows us how it, we are distinguished from the world and how being in Christ Jesus, when we accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and savior, and we seek to live for him out of a pure heart, and we seek to honor him with our lives. We take on 
the name of our father and we come into his family and we receive benefits, we receive an inheritance, we receive privileges, we receive peace and it's not as the peace that the world give, gives us, but it's peace divinely given to us from heaven that will cause us to be at rest, truly at rest in our soul. And he gives us joy, unspeakable and full of glory. And these are all, these are just, just some of the things that come when the Lord Jesus comes into our hearts, he comes into our spirits and he begins to change us and he begins to renew us. Those things that he has um, said in the book of Ephesians start to manifest. And there are so many other things. And one this, this, this truth is so important because when we begin to walk in this truth, we will not be faced by, this, this is not to say that we will never have trouble. We will have trouble. But when we do have trouble, we'll know how to handle it because of the authority, because of the rights, because of the privilege that Christ has given us, we are able to stand and take authority over the, the works of the enemy. Now, identity is, is just like, for example, if we're taking a plane out, I know many of us have, have not taken a plane for a while, maybe apart from John Mark. <laughs> um, but when you go to the airport, you have to show your passport. When you show your passport, you give, um, they get to know where you come from, your nationality, where, you know, your, your, all of your details, your date of birth, etc. And that is your identification. So likewise, we have um, ident an identification in the realm, in the natural realm. We also have an identification in the realm of the spirit. Demons know who we are, not because of our good looks, not because of the great, the nice clothes that we may wear, not because of where we live necessarily, not, not because of that, but because of the Christ in us. They notice in the realm of the spirit and they know who has a great under, has an understanding of their authority in Christ. They know that when there is, for, for example, I'm going to read the scripture here, and you'll get to see that Jesus, Jesus's presence just caused there to be a shaking. I'm going to read Matthew chapter 8, verse 28 to 29. The scripture says this, when Jesus arrived on the other side of the lake, in the region of Gar Gardenerius, two men who were possessed by demons met him. They came out of the tombs and were so violent 
but no one could go through that area. They began screaming at him, why are you interfering with us, son of God? Have you come here to torture us before God's appointed time? And then we are reminded of the story of the, of the seven sons of Sceva, and they weren't Christians, and they heard about how they could cast out demons by the using the name of Jesus. So they thought, let's go and try and cast out these demons. Now remember, they weren't Christians, and they were going to try and cast this demon out. And so they said to this, this person who had a demon in them, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out. And then the demon says, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? The Bible says like how the, the demon um, that was possessing the person who was influencing the person chased after them and stripped them naked. They, they, and they, were ran, they ran for their lives. But that just goes to show you that in the realm of the spirit, that there is an acknowledgement of our identity in Christ. And let me just add this. You don't have to be a pastor to be able to cast out a demon. You don't even need to be a, a, a Christian to be um, of one year to be able to cast out a demon. You can cast out a demon spirit from somebody even if you just gave your heart to Christ today. Do you know why? It's not because of the power that we have, but it's the, it's the Christ in us, the hope of glory. And Jesus wants us to be able to go out into the world, preaching the gospel. And as we preach the gospel, we will come against situations, circumstances, where we will probably have to exercise the authority that we have and exercise. But before we can really exercise that authority, we have to identify with Christ, knowing that we have been given authority to take over, um, take authority over the enemy, because the enemy is wanting to influence, he's wanting to control many people but the bible says in the book of first john chapter 4 verse 4 that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world and so when you and i stand as a believer in christ and we stand in front of somebody who has a demonic case we can say in the name of jesus christ not in the name of nicholas not in the name of anyone else, but in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command you to get out. And that demon spirit will leave because there's a, an acknowledgement of the authority. And there's an acknowledgement that in the realm of the spirit, that there is a greater power, a more superior power than them. The Bible, no, the, 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 the Bible says that how the demons um, are, are afraid, they tremble at the name of Jesus. And when we say, and as we mention the name of Jesus with conviction, with authority, trusting in the Lord, 
we will see a great result because I believe that in the days that we are going in, we will need to use and exercise great authority and power. And we, as we've been talking about the person of the Holy Spirit, and we've been talking about building up our spirit, but there are times where we will have to exercise that authority. And it doesn't matter how young you are. I want to really emphasize that. It doesn't matter where you are. It, in, in, all you have to do is just put your faith in Christ and you will see the power of God manifest and that person set free by the power of God. And when that happens, we are exercising and we're causing the kingdom of God to come into the life of that person because we've exercised Christ and then we can pray for that person to receive Jesus Christ. We've exercised dominion in that area. And this is what this all about. Now the scripture says that we've been crucified with Christ in Galatians chapter two, verse 20. So not only did he, he, did he die, but on the cross of Calvary, but he's, we've been raised, he's been raised up with him. And so we identify with Christ with this. So our old man, so in other words, what I'm saying is this, when Christ died, we died, our old man died, our old nature died. When we rose again, we rose up, when we, when we um, gave our hearts to Christ Jesus, we became born again. And when we ro rose up in the waters, um, when we get baptized, which is a symbol, it's, 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 it's right there. When you go down in the waters of baptism, the old man dies. When we raise up in newness of life, it's the new, um, the new creation. It's a symbol, and and you are with uh, as to what has taken place, and we're identifying with what Jesus has done on the cross, and we are raising up in newness of life. And the the Bible also mentions this, that when we as believers, when we actually was um, raised up in newness of life after we um in you know after the baptism which is symbolic of like the the death and the, the the burial and resurrection we are risen we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that means when we walk when wherever we are we are walking with a kingdom authority because the bible says that we are seated with him in heavenly places. Now, I know sometimes it may not feel like we're seated because we're, we're going through different things, different circumstances. We may feel ill. We may be going through a financial problem. We may be having a relationship problem. But nonetheless, we identify with what the scripture says. And the Bible says how we're seated with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And because we are seated, we do not need to be dominated by the things that are around us. So for example, we should, so we, we should not be saying, oh, this headache of mine, oh, uh, it, it, just, it just can't go. Or 
I am broke. I'll, I'll never get out of this rut. We are not identifying with Christ. We are identifying with the old nature. But when we ident to identify with Christ and truly identify with him, when we say, this is not my headache, I thank you, Lord, that you paid the price for my sickness. And I thank you that by your stripes, I am healed. You are identifying. And then if you said, if, if it was that person that said that I am broke, you say, Father, I thank you that my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. We are identifying. We are, we are joining our faith with what the word says. We are marrying and we are causing the word to be grafted to our soul so that we can see a change. Because when we do this, we are agreeing and harmonizing with the Lord. Now, there are so many scriptures. When it comes to identification, we can be here for a very, very long time. So um, I would encourage you, um, whether you... You've, um, you've looked at this topic before. No, I really encourage you just continue to refresh your minds on these scriptures of scriptures that has in Christ or in him or in whom or in the Lord. Those kind of scriptures will bring to light how we have um, been, we can identify with him. The scripture says that even when we were dead in trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ by grace. You were, you've been saved and raised up together and made to sit in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness to us, Lord, in Christ Jesus. You see, when we identify as a believer as to what the scripture is saying, it's as if we, and it, and it really is, we literally have the backing of heaven. It's as if you are an ambassador and you go to another country and you need the backing of your country. So it's a bit like the, the vice president of um, of Biden comes to the United Kingdom and he needed some backing from the United States. He, or oh, so it's a she actually, this, um, I've forgotten her name, but she can actually request and call upon the backing because she's actually a representative. And even the ambassador of the United States can call upon the backing of of, of the United States because they are a representative and it's the same for us as we walk and as we put our trust in the Lord we don't need to have a, a, a special qualification all we need is faith in Christ putting our confidence in him putting our faith in him because when we do this and we listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying, and we act out of faith and not fear. See, because look, I'll, I'll be honest with you. 
at times I have done things. I've done things and I'm quaking in my boots. I'm, I'm terrified. But I said to myself, you know what? I'm not going to let the enemy see this. I just, I just put, I just seek to put my, my trust in the Lord so that, so for example, when one time I, I had to, uh, I think Mel, Mel and I was, we was casting out a demon. One time, no, no, not, not, not that time, not that time. One time I was casting out a demon and I was terrified, but I did not let them see the fear because I, the, the Bible says that whenever we are afraid, we will trust in him. So I just sought to put my trust in him. I just said, Lord, I'm putting my trust in you. I just spoke the word and by his mercies, by his grace, that demon left purely because I put my trust in him and I had the backing of heaven because I wanted to bring the kingdom of God into the heart of that person and bring freedom to them by his grace and mercy. And we have that authority today. If you've given your heart to Christ Jesus, you have that authority. You have that right today. Even if it's sickness, you have that authority and right and that privilege because Jesus paid the price for us. So with that said, the scripture is written in Romans chapter 8 and verse 1. And it says this, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. You see that because we're in Christ Jesus, you know, sometimes when we do something wrong or we've done something that's really, that's, that's hurt somebody or offended somebody, you know, we, we may feel bad about it and we feel condemned and we feel guilty. We feel ashamed. But the scripture says this, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Remember, see that word again, in Christ. Because we are in Christ, there is no condemnation to you. And that does not naturally, or naturally, this does not mean we must walk in the sin, but it means that we can receive forgiveness. There's some other verses of scripture I can give for you for that. But we don't need to walk with that guilt, with that condemnation, with that shame, with that, with that thing that you've done wrong. We can receive forgiveness. We can receive cleansing. We can receive God's touch as we receive his cleansing. But we need to be in a position to believe it. Because, you know, we can confess this scripture all day long. But there needs to be this thing where you decide. You make a decision of quality to say, Father, I choose. I exercise my will and I choose to believe what you say in your word I may not feel like it because remember the scripture says that that the just shall live by faith and not by sight we don't walk by our feelings we don't live our lives out by our feelings but we walk and we live out of faith so in that stance in that situation where we've done something wrong and we need his cleansing and we need his washing, we can say, Lord, I, I, I choose not to be condemned. 
I choose not to be condemned. And I believe, I receive your word that says that there's no condemnation. There's no condemnation. I don't need to feel guilty for the things that I've done. Father, I just ask you to forgive me and cleanse me so that I can walk in purity, so that I can walk in holiness. Because you know this, I mean, because this, this is the thing you see. The enemy knows that when there is guilt upon our hearts, when we come to the Lord in prayer, it hinders our prayers. It hinders God actually moving and move and, uh, in our hearts. And it actually hinders things from progressing. So this is why the enemy, he likes to put some kind of condemnation in us to stop us. But the Bible tells us that as believers, there's no condemnation. Amen. The Bible says this, and I've, I've, I've mentioned that um, already um, about how we're seated in heavenly places. We're raised up in heavenly places. That's another thing that we have as a privilege, as a child of God. Another thing is that we, we are forgiven. We are forgiven. We have this, this promise that we are forgiven. And the scripture that we have um, is 1 John um, chapter 1, verse 9. You can read that. There's another scripture that says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, how we're, when we become born again, we're a new creation. And this is, these are the things that there's a transformation in us. And, you know, I'm deliberately going over these things because I believe that the more that we receive these things, these truths, it will strengthen us and cause us to walk in more of what God wants us to walk in. So with this, I'm going to just mention just one other thing before I end. I, wanna, I want to just pray for you at this time, because as you've heard this word about identity, there's a lot that I'm, I have to get through. And I'm going to take my time. I'm not going to rush because this topic, I want it to get deep within us so that we will be walking wholeheartedly in the, all the things that the Lord needs us to. And it's, it's a time for us as a church to be equipped and strengthened. So I want to really take my time. But I want to pray for us um, that if you have been feeling um, weak um, as, as, as a Christian, and you just, you know, you, you, to, to even walk in a little of the authority that God has invested in us. I'm going to pray for you. You don't need to acknowledge, raise your hands and stuff. I'm just going to just pray for you where you are. And Father, I just come before you right now. I come before you and I pray for your precious people. And I pray, Father, for those, Father, who've been feeling really weak, Lord, where they felt not to really exercise their authority, not to really 
walk in their identity and it feels like they've had like an identity crisis lord oh father please can you strengthen your people strengthen all those father who've been feeling like this lord touch them help them and father i pray that you will help all of us lord to walk in greater levels of authority greater levels of dominion help us lord to be sensitive to you and to really hear what you're saying that wherever we are wherever we go that we will remember that we have the backing of heaven at our disposal as we seek to walk in your authority and to bring the kingdom of God to our workplaces, to our families, to our friends, to our loved ones. I pray that you will also strengthen, strengthen, Lord, those who need your touch, Lord, where they need healing in their bodies. I pray, Father, that you move upon their bodies. I speak to anybody right now under the sound of my voice who is experiencing any pain, experiencing any discomfort, experiencing any kind of um, sickness. I speak healing and wholeness, and I take authority over every disease and sickness and father we thank you today and we commit your people into your hands we thank you in jesus name amen